Hello, and welcome to the Nate Stories Podcast, episode 13. This week, got a special one for you. I'm interviewing Dan again. And yeah, so let's just jump right into it. We, we did the conversation over Skype, so there's one moment where his internet really just cut out, so the line is missing. So I'm going to jump in to clear up what he says, and then yeah. This one will also probably end kind of abruptly because it, we pulled Giorgio from another episode in, so it became a three-way call. So I'm going to upload the second half of this podcast tomorrow. Anyways, enjoy it. Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. I got to go take a shit. <laughs> I was actually recording that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no, now the world is going to know that I... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Nate Stories podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh, dude, I'm turning bright red. <laughs> yeah, so just as I press record, Dan opens up with a strong opening statement. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, do you actually have to? Do, should I pause? Oh no, no, it's a joke. <laughs> Uh, oh my god oh hello viewers and this listeners. is Dan, Dan Siegerman's back you can you know him from a previous episode he again has told me this this podcast is occurring because he told me this morning that I said the word podcast too much in the last episode and I was like show me how it's done it was not talk about a podcast and it's successful well we're back to do it then and on Dan's last appearance here, I had told him that he used a lot of filler words. So that's what he's going to work on. I'm going to work on not saying the P word. And Dan's going to work on not saying the F word. <laughs> filler words. Wait, what's the P word? Penis? Oh. No, you <laughs> have children listening. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Well, you know what? Children. Penis is not a bad word. It's just an additive. I wonder why it's considered a bad... Why is genitalia considered dirty? Because uh, from an early age, we're, we're taught that we have to cover it up and keep it a secret. Keep it safe. Huh. But that's not dirty. Like, the butt is dirty. Like, actually dirty? Yeah. I mean, it depends. I have a very clean butt. I, I clean. <laughs> this is a very weird podcast. <laughs> People are going to be like, wow, this is a lot of information that I <laughs> probably didn't need to know. Yeah, let's cut that section out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, yeah. you recently moved. <laughs> yeah, I did. Talk about a segue. I, I recently moved from North Hollywood to now Eagle Rock. It's, uh, apparently a very cool and hip and happening neighborhood that I just had no idea. I moved because it was the last place that accepted me. <laughs> By Glendale and Pasadena, if you know. I don't. So, I just know don't. that there's a, a big map. 
called the USA, and cities are randomly spread throughout. I don't know if you're talking about California or yeah. Ohio, but they're yeah. all in this one bubble called USA. We're we're 100 in California. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically still Los Angeles. Like LA is freaking huge. It's not like LA proper. We're not in like Hollywood anymore. All right. So I actually watched a little documentary yesterday, and it was about palm trees in California. I think it was in San Diego, but it was like there's these little beetles that they don't know where they came from, but they go into palm trees and they dig into them and they kill them and make them smell real bad. And they're they're like an invasive species. There's no natural predator for them, so they're just killing all these palm trees and they're working their way around California and there's a chance that palm trees will no longer be in California because apparently palm trees are from Africa. Yeah, I was going to say, palm trees are not native to California. I think we transplanted them from probably, yeah, I think Africa and I think Hawaii. But wait, what did you say was, is killing the palm trees? So there's like this little beetle where it has, I think, a, a nose that drills into the tree itself. And then it burrows, like, lays eggs, and those eggs spread out in the tree and kill the tree. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. But they said unless you put pesticide in the trees before the beetles get there. But this is California, and they're not going to want pesticides no. on their no. neighborhoods. No, we're very, like, healthy, um, GMO-free, that kind of stuff. There, I watched another documentary. These are, like... It's a YouTube channel that I really like that I'm about to plug for free. It's called right. Retro Report. They did another one. It was about pesticides in California where there's, I think, one crop was dying. And the solution was just to use pesticides. But the pesticides were going to spread throughout the neighborhoods. Was, I don't remember. I'm not, I shouldn't be talking about this one. I don't remember it very well. <laughs> but it was a big news story where Calif- people in California were protesting and they didn't want pesticides. But it also was the only way to fix the problem. And then in the end, they used the pesticides too late, so it didn't do anything. Damn. You had to catch it early. Damn. That sucks. Yeah, well, talk of, that's that's how you give a presentation when you don't really know what you're talking about, but you still want to talk about it. Yeah, just leave like a really crazy fact at the end that nobody knows how to comment on. <laughs> it's just like dropping the mic and like yeah. running away. Did you see these uh, these bugs? I don't know why we're talking about. I I hate bugs. I really <laughs> hate bugs. Like I freaking despise them. Um, I don't really see the point in bugs. I wish that they would all go away. And hey man, man, if bugs disappeared from the planet, then yeah. we would all die. But if we all disappeared from the planet, the bugs would be just fine. I think man. we should just go to another planet with that bug. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, so, so look, look I, I have two things. One thing is, if a bug is too big, it shouldn't be there. So like, if I could if I, if I could see a bug from across the room, that means it's too big. Okay. Well, how my, good is your vision? I mean, it's terrible. I I, I have glasses now, but it, even then, like, if I could see a blur, like if I could <laughs> see like from across the room, it's too big. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, did you see this thing on Facebook 
where NASA is now completely confused about these bugs that just appeared in this Texas home. Fake news. No, I know I didn't see that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is Trump listening? This <laughs> um, is the New York Times is fake news, not Facebook, where the fake news actually is. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. But yeah, anyway, these bugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, and they're just like these little black bugs that dance around <laughs> they dance around in a circle and like nobody knows what they're doing here or where they came from i think i may um, have heard about that a while ago i'm pretty sure they're just mating but where do they come from and why don't people know what kind of bug it is someone probably does know he's just in a laboratory studying other bugs he's just oh that's the I don't know any. I was trying to think of like, the Latin names, and I know none. Yeah. Bugicus, Lickicus. That's it. Yeah, I think that's the right one. Do you kill bugs if you encounter them? I okay. This is my thing. I hate bugs, and I feel really terrible if I have to kill a bug. I try, if it's in my house, to catch it, catch it in a cup or something, and like securely take it outside without hurting it. Well, I'll kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, it depends on the bug. It does Some, depend on the bug, yeah. Sometimes I'll let it out free, but then I've seen it happen. One of the, it's those viral videos where you put the bug out and then it immediately gets killed by something. You know what? Once it's out of my eyes, it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful, but... True. And and I won't kill spiders. I spiders are good. The spiders I don't think they're bugs. They're arachnids. Then you can slap me for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was I was uh, uh, classifying all bugs as insects, but maybe that's ignorant. Yeah, that's offensive to bugs, man. A, bu- a bug's life, man. I remember that movie. Do you remember ants? The like the. Yeah. I don't like, I don't remember it at all. I just remember thinking, didn't we see this movie already? <laughs> yeah, I remember they both came out at the same time and I'm like, why am I going to go watch a bug uh, a bug's life too? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird those bug-based movies. But yeah, I'll I'll keep a spider in my house just as a as a friend. The bugs or insects or whatever that I do kill instantly that I'm really, there's no kindness. Yeah. So spiders, I'll actually let them free because I'm, I'm under the assumption that they're killing the annoying ones. Exactly. Beetles that like bite you, they're dead on impact. <laughs> or mosquitoes. Oh, oh. yeah. No. Mosquitoes are dead. They're dead to me. I have seen houseflies flying around. I said that with a weird accent. I've seen them flying around. <laughs> then they land next to me, uh-huh. and then they die because they only have 24-hour lifespans. And it's just really weird to think that most of these insects we see are only alive for a short period, and many of them don't have mouths. So they're just a, a battery running out that can't refuel. And then you think about us. And we're constantly refueling our batteries, but is it really like the same man? We we have like a thing that's a big battery that's going down, and we're just slow, slowly preventing it from going down faster by eating. 
it's the same thing, but we definitely got the better deal. <laughs> like <laughs> we we live way longer, so that's already better. And then I, we can actually, you know, prolong our life by taking care of ourselves. I can't really do anything. Also, that's very that's very inconsiderate to just die next to you because then you have a body. And it's true. you're like, what are, what are you supposed to do with the body? And how are you tell people that you know you didn't kill it? Well, I know some insects do live or bugs. Like termite queens, they can live, I think, to be 30. Jesus. Wait, let's check out Google right now. That is too freaking long. Oldest bug. Oh God! I would never Google that. That that you could bet a billion dollars that you would never find that on my Google search, and you would win a billion dollars. The wood boring beetle can live to be fifty years. I wonder if I killed one. Oh, and I was wrong about the termite queen. That is also fifty years. That's way too long for any kind of insect to live. What do you, how do you feel about cockroaches? I really hate them. They're probably <laughs> on the top of my I, I really hate you, you should die list. Do you kill them on sight? That's the thing. I don't like to kill those things. It depends, okay? It depends on their size, honestly. I think it depends on how scary it looks for me on whether I'll actually <laughs> slaughter it. 100%, yeah. And how big it is and how how much of a horror movie monster it kind of looks like. How alien it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, in Connecticut, I mean, you're, you, you're from Connecticut, so you know that we'd have those, like, um, said the word like, uh, we'd have those uh, million leggers, those, like, ah, damn it, I keep saying it. Um, <laughs> Again. The, the centipedes. Yeah. And we, as a family, <laughs> would kill those with a device that we created called the kill box, which is just uh, a shoe box duct taped to <laughs> a broom <laughs> from across the room because we wouldn't go near it. So we would just use the kill box as sort of a a battering ram and a, like a broom. Can you picture this? So the shoe box is at the end. <laughs> oh, I picture it. I'm just thinking that all the millipedes out there listening to this, this story are going to know what's up. Don't, don't even, I don't, I don't want to know that those things are intelligent and I don't <laughs> want them. To, I don't want to think that they can even hear this. I think, I, Oh, this is, this is, I'm going to make you never want to go to South America or the Caribbean. There are millipedes there that are poisonous. I think they're a foot long. No. (laughs) No. True. And there's, I know there's one centipede. I think it's in South America. It lives in some cave and I, it might be a foot long, maybe two feet long. It's giant and it hangs from the roofs of the caves and catches bats. What the hell? Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, let me see if I can, we're going to go check out Ute. 
dude, bats are awesome. I love bats. Bats are super cool. He psyched about that I hate that kills bats. That's messed up. Yeah, giant centipede. It looks like it's from a horror movie or an alien. Glad that I can't see your screen right now because <laughs> I, again, you'll never see on my Google search giant centipede. You'll never see it. I'm never going to look at a picture of that. <laughs> you know what is weird, though? What? All right, so I just said that it looked like an alien, but it's That's clearly an earthling. Bugs terrible. are earthlings. So aliens probably wouldn't look like bugs, right, man? We're in the conspiracy, man. Basically, I'm saying we're the aliens and the bugs are the earthlings. That's, that's fine. Then I hate earthlings. No matter, you know, look, if you look like a bug or an insect, I hate you. <laughs> man, that's discriminatory. What if a bug shows up for an interview with a little top hat? What if there's like the, the ratatouille equivalent, like bugatouille, where a bug is just trying to be a human? I got nothing. It just depends on the bug. So you moved. <laughs> <laughs> I moved. I moved uh, all by myself. It was really difficult. 107 degree heat, which is... I don't recommend it to anybody. Well, I saw on Facebook you did have the – you posted something like a status or whatever they're called on Facebook that was the, I'm moving Saturday. Anybody want to help me? Free drinks or ice cream or, or something. Yeah, you you I had, had some offer. I had some great incentives to help me out and uh, nobody helped me out. <laughs> nobody got back to me. All, all people did was literally like my status. That's nice. <laughs> well, that's what Facebook is becoming now, or most social media isn't about doing things. It's, it's, it's about showing that you're paying attention to other people, maybe, and feeling bad about yourself. Yeah, and that's, that's great and all. Like, I, I appreciate your like, I guess, but also I would appreciate more your actual assistance <laughs> i would need you to be there but nobody showed up so it was just me i moved everything by myself and then uh i had to keep the u-haul an extra day and pay extra money and whatever it was a big mess also getting the fridge we, we didn't have a fridge in our apartment and uh we found this fridge on craigslist and went to pick up the fridge from this girl that was traveling to India or something. She's like wearing yoga pants and taking 10 minutes maybe to load it into the truck. Took maybe an hour 45. How did you do it? I mean, the whole thing was a mess. Up to the water valve, disconnect the refrigerator itself so you know move the fridge out but everywhere i mean it was spraying water everywhere her entire kitchen was soaked um by just saying oh this isn't gonna work okay bye <laughs> <laughs> because her entire kitchen was like 
flooded with water. So I stayed and helped clean up. And then we had to remove, basically we had a plumber come and the plumber had to disconnect the water from that apartment. The actual fridge wouldn't fit out of the doorway. So we had to like, get a screwdriver and a whole bunch of other things, other tools and take off the door of the fridge. It took an hour, 45 minutes. And then I got to my new apartment at about midnight and it was too late to move in anything. I tried to sleep in my U-Haul and it was really hot. We're talking 104 degree heat at midnight. Why didn't you just move the mattress in? Um, I couldn't because it was a queen size mattress. And it's not even that those things are so heavy. I mean, they are very heavy. But they're also just like, they're also, they're, they're floppy. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> You're, no, no, you know what I mean. It, is your mattress floppy? <laughs> this sounds like a bad infomercial. It's not. Um, it's Is it not, like thin? Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a very thick. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about mattresses, right? <laughs> it's a very thick floppy mattress. <laughs> Before. <laughs> Oh God, I'm trying to say, um, before you, you actually get the mattress, uh, into the truck, you have to slide a cover over the mattress. So you have to, you have to stand the mattress up straight. (laughs) (laughs) And and slide a, a plastic Okay, over over the mattress. So we're talking about you got a floppy mattress. I got a floppy mattress. You got to wrap the mattress in a plastic wrap. You do, and then you put it in the truck. And then you put and it, it has in. to slide into the truck. <laughs> no wait, did you take the mattress out and put it back in, and then take it out again and put it? One hundred, one hundred percent. That is what I did. Uh, I'm currently. You, hold on, Dan. Were yeah. you in a 14-year-old's sex joke? Oh, my God. That's, that's exactly what it feels like. Every single time I, I tried to just professionally put my mattress into the truck, that's where my mind wandered. Um, <laughs> but also, I was very fortunate that the next day uh, in the morning, actually that night, I, uh, I was like, um, it was 104 degrees. And it was midnight, maybe 1.30. Um, I think I took a nap in the U-Haul, and I woke up sweating. I'm like, okay, this sucks. Why did I do this? So I opened up the, the door to my U-Haul, and uh, I decided to go digging through all my stuff and just find a pillow and find a sweeping bag. And I was going to go into my new apartment and just sleep on the floor. That, that was my plan. And I'm digging through, and then this guy comes up to me, and he's like, hey, did you just move here? I was like, 
yes, I did. He's like, cool, me too. I'm like, oh, welcome to the neighborhood. And he's like, why are you welcoming me? Yeah, welcome to you as well. Um, and long story short, this dude gave me a, like a two-gallon thing of water because I had no water. And yeah, I had nothing. And he also, the next day, I mean, he gave me his phone number and I called him up and he came over and he helped me move that huge fridge into my new apartment and he helped me move a bunch of boxes along with my queen size mattress and like i damn it i could not have done that without him so uh special thanks to mark he's my new my new neighbor and friend so moral of the lesson is or moral of the story is Look, don't move uh, on 100, 1,000 degree days. Don't, yeah, don't move in 107 degree heat. And also look as pitiful as you can, and maybe somebody will help you. Hmm. That's a lesson to you bugs out there. Look pitiful and Dan won't kill you. That is kind of true. <laughs> Semi-true. Yeah, what else we got on the table? What uh? What else were we gonna talk about? Check it out, orange soda. I'm so jealous that you even have a cold drink. Yeah, just right over there. Hold on, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you my drink. Ah! Dan's holding up a pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a pig. It's a oh, jug I'm, of water. You don't have running water. Um, no, we, we have running water, but I'm not going to drink water just like from LA from here. I don't know. Just from the tap, you mean? Yeah. Have you ever done that? I've done that in Connecticut. I'm not sure how the water is out here. Aren't there laws, unless Trump got rid of them, like they're supposed to be clean water and regulations? Isn't, um... Isn't there no clean water still in Flint, Michigan? I wouldn't be surprised. That's yeah, what... I, I think if you Google that right now, you'd be uh, very surprised to see that they still don't have clean water. But I think they can sue the federal government for that. I mean, they should, absolutely. Because but... wasn't it that they're one of the people in the government, the mayor, I think, was taking the funds for clean water and buying Corvettes. I don't know. Really? Uh, it wasn't even that much. It's like $100,000 to keep for the state to make clean water. Yeah, that would, that would get you about two Corvettes. Would you do it? Would I steal money from, from an <laughs> entire state? From your um, people. Who are my people? I wouldn't. I wouldn't steal money, but uh, I would buy a Corvette. I've always wanted a Corvette, even though they're American and probably uh, not the best, like made. You know, they say that like American built vehicles aren't as good as a European. You hear that, Corvette? Me and yeah. Dan don't believe in you guys, so I think but, you got to uh, send us. You got to convince us. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, exactly what I was going for. I think uh, they need to send us free Corvettes. Five, just, please. Just to test drive and see if we like them. They should just gift it to us, you know? It would be good advertising. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I'll take a uh, dark blue Corvette, and I always wanted a yellow Corvette for some reason. I don't know why. I just think it would be cool. You'd be a bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. Not a red one, though. Red is just... I mean, it would, it would be cool, and if somebody had it and gave it to me, I would definitely take it. But... In the racing video game as a kid, I would always pick the bright red car. Usually the Corvette or something. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, so I'm really excited because my room, we have a two-bedroom, two-bath. And your roommate isn't there yet. My roommate's not here yet. Um, She's really cool, though. She will be here in probably two weeks. A little less than two weeks. But I'm holding down the port right now. I just got us internet. And I'm excited because my room is way bigger than my previous room. And it has a lot of storage. So I can put everything away and have the room that I've always wanted. Which is going to be the nerdiest room I could possibly make. I mean, it is going to be so stupidly nerdy with things that I love. Like... I know I said like, and I don't care. I am, <laughs> I'm done with trying to impress people. Okay. If you're going to come over and you want to be my friend, you want to like me and hang out with me, girls, especially if you want to just like be in a relationship with me, you're going to have to like all of the things that I like that includes video games and nerdy movies. And I'm going to have, all of my weapons, my swords, and my knives just displayed everywhere. I do not care. This room is, is for me. So what you're basically saying is that you are becoming a magnet that only repels human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that I, I'm not going to pretend anymore, if I was ever pretending. And so I, you're I'm going not. to be the Dwight Schrute you were born to be. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie because, and, and this is this is a good point to make. If you lie, get on your soapbox. Yeah, it's, no. Say say that you're on like a, a dating profile or something, and you're lying about who you are. What is that going to do? You're just going to attract the wrong people. Mm. It's Same true. thing if, if you go on a date with somebody and you are pretending to be somebody else. And you're, you're not being upfront with all of the nerdy things that you love or just all the dorky things or all your quirks. I mean, you don't have to like throw them all out like all at once because that's probably too much. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to scare people away right away. But, oh, look at my sword collection. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be as important to me as my swords are. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That that would that would definitely scare somebody away. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, "Okay, weirdo." Like, but wasn't it Scrubs that said you let the crazy out slowly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Except when you come into my room, you're going to know. But if you get into my room, hopefully, you've already like you know me. What's strange is that 
everybody's first inclination, or at least mine, is to pretend to be what I think other people expect of me. Absolutely. Because you watch TV and movies and things, and you're trying to compare yourself to other cooler people, and you're trying to be them. Because you think that they're successful, and you think that they're, they know what they're doing, and they're, they're, they're making lots of money, and they have all the friends. So you say, oh, if I'm like that, I can have all the friends and make all the money. I, I was thinking about this, maybe not the other day, but at some point, I had this thought where if I'm making a lot of money, I mean just like a stupidly crazy amount of money, I wouldn't mind having one or two people there that were just there to hang out with me <laughs> just for my money. <laughs> They'd probably be so boring. I think it would be kind of fun. No, I, they're not like really my friends, and they know they're not my friends, but they're just kind of hanging out. <laughs> they're just hanging out for, for the money. So you want yes men? I think so. I, I, think, I think I would m- kind of make them henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> so you want henchmen. Are you about I, to go down a career change of becoming a supervillain? I was going to say, I, I've, I've had this conversation um, with lots of people. I don't know if I've had this with you, but I think that if I got superpowers <laughs> at, the wrong, at the wrong point in my life, I think I would most likely become a supervillain. <laughs> We have really so much to unpack with all so much to unpack with all of this. So I know. Let's just, just take this back to you wanting yes men. So you'd want just a group of fake people. Well, okay. Imagine this. Imagine this scenario, right? You're having a debate with somebody and your two yes men are by your side. And you're looking to somebody for confirmation that you're right. <laughs> So you just you just look over your shoulder and say like back me up guys and they go oh yeah 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 that's right <laughs> yeah no Dan is right yo you want two hype men but you have to keep paying them um, or hype ladies I don't know about a hype lady but then again I don't want to be sexist so I'm not I'm not gonna throw it right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, you're basically running a business at this point where you are hiring people with hype sk- hype abilities, the best hype-based resume. Yeah. I wonder if that actually is a job yeah. where you market yourself to different celebrities as their hype man, and you're just a person that makes them feel good about every decision they make. I'm not saying that I would take them everywhere, but to certain events and things, that like I don't know anybody <laughs> have some hype men <laughs> or hype or hype women and just to have them be like uh back me up guys <laughs> hey, Dan's amazing <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like wow we've never heard of you but we now believe you because of these hype men and women <laughs> hey this guy this Dan right here he is so good at conversations that you're you're gonna be blown away by the conversations you're about to enter Or what about this? This would be amazing. What if you 
and I, I guess you could do this with a stranger too, or the bartender or something, but say that you see a beautiful woman from across the room and you want to buy them a drink and say hello. <laughs> this fine gentleman from across the room would like to buy you a drink. <laughs> that, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Just, I pictured you in a trench coat and fedora from across the room at an empty bar. There's just one woman on the opposite side, and you send this random dude over. No, that's it. That's, that's not it. I would be, I'd be in a in a well tailored suit. It would be a very popular bar. There'd be lots of people, and and this woman, you you know that, that she is a commodity because she just turned down the last five men that went up to her. <laughs> All right. So how does this play out? So you have your your hype man, or is they they're just a wingman at this point? Yeah, but that's what a hype man is. Look, what am I paying you for? For me. Does um, he have a good 401k? Like, what? What's they, why do they have yeah, to have yeah. their allegiance to you? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I pay them. I bought them a car for Christmas. And, uh, and they, have, they have dental plans. Ooh, dental plans. They, me- they, they have medical and dental. Look at so. you. Work for me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the wingman opens, like he says, uh, or she, opens that gentleman. Up, yeah. If it's a woman, um, and again, I don't, I don't want to be sexist. Well, the thing is, I, I think that it would play out differently, and I'm not trying to be sexist. <laughs> it would play out differently That's if the a man. people say up. when they're about to be I sexist. I know. Same thing with racism. They're like, hey, look, I'm not trying to. What you really got to do is you say something not racist at all. Like, uh, I'm not trying to be racist, but that picture over there is a little crooked. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? I'm telling you, somebody would be offended. In this day and age, somebody in the room would be like, how dare you? So how does this play? So what is the difference between the man and the woman wingman? So I think that a man would go up there with confidence, of confidence, but it would be different. That a woman could play to her strengths as a woman, talking to another woman. So the woman could be like, I love your dress. You know, like, um, you smell great tonight. (laughs) Sorry, it's getting weird. Uh, but I think I think that a, a woman can like butter her up without being creepy. Can't up to her and and do that. That's that's not entirely true. I think a man can walk up to a woman and compliment her. Know what I mean? No. Help me out here. <laughs> Help me out here, guys. I think it's all dependent. I think it's all dependent on personalities. I think it's, first of all, you're dealing with, I don't know what woman at the bar, (laughs) what her reactions would be. Mm -hmm. So I think the big fear would be she's going to fall for your hype man or hype woman. 
Benyanovich, she falls for the hype woman, then maybe that's what she was interested in all along. Well, that would be... That's why uh, she rejected those five dudes. The turn of events, that would probably turn into a movie. All right, <laughs> so uh, uh, you, what points in your life would you have become a supervillain versus superhero? Oh, man, that is a fantastic question. Holy crap. And let's um, say the powers that you would get are determined by whatever the events were. So let's say you failed a math test and you were really mad at the teacher. So you yeah. became an evil mastermind of mathematics and could like invent things out of nowhere. And that was your mm-hmm. power. But so like, wait, I have to come up with... No, I think we'll come up with the power through our discussion. But we just need the events where either you become a superhero or supervillain. Okay. But really, what's the point? I, I want to know at what point in your life you would yeah. become a super villain. Okay, okay. First, first, let's back up. So superhero, I think, is pretty easy. I've always wanted to have um, super speed. And when I was on cross-country and track, I thought it would be unfreaking believable if I could smoke these people in, like, two seconds. <laughs> Just, just finish the race in literally two seconds and just have everybody just jaw dropped. I think I can make a really good life that way. Like, I could be in the Olympics. I'd have gold medals. But would and you then do people, that Incredible Things or the Incredibles thing where you had to slow down to still not look too super? <laughs> just all out? <laughs> I would all out. I would leave people in a cloud of dust have no idea what happened that's when i would be a superhero and depending on throughout my life i would possibly i don't know fight crime i don't think fighting crime is the smartest thing because i'm not really invulnerable i'm just really fast super villain i would probably say my major right here's where his internet went out he said after a major breakup. I would just go straight supervillain. I don't care about anything. Don't care about the world. I feel better right now just destroying, like, your country. <laughs> now, would you destroy just anybody or specific to the girl? Like, let's say the girl really liked flowers. Uh, would you just go after every florist on the planet? No. The, the thing is, I would go over, go for like world domination. So basically, I wouldn't hurt anybody unless they got in my way. Well, what would you do when you actually dominated the world then? No. I didn't, I haven't thought that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Well, I don't so know what I've I'm doing. Taking over the world. Will you take me back? <laughs> no. Put her in prison, henchman. Yeah, you're making the right choice, man. Yeah, at that point, I'd probably just banish her to, like, another planet. <laughs> mm. Interplanetary justice. Yeah, so I think that's when I'd be a supervillain. Would you ever be a supervillain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You said that so casually and almost like 
like with a Canadian accent. Like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'd be a villain, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd be a villain, eh? You'd be oh, a yeah. villain, eh? Oh yeah. Oh, let's Make go get it. a jelly. Go get a jelly donut. <laughs> oh yeah, jelly donut, yeah. Isn't uh, that from Minnesota? Yeah, actually, I think, <laughs> I think we're insulting a lot of Minnesotians. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the, the jelly donut's definitely Canadian, though. Isn't uh, whatever that ice cream place, Tim and something? No. Uh, Tim Hortons? Yeah, is it Tim Hortons? I think so. Oh, I got it right? I got the first name right? Yeah, isn't that Canadian? Yes. That is Canadian for sure, and so are so are moose, and so are mounties. So so, what what's the point of your life that you would be a villain? Uh, and and what's the point that you'd be a superhero? And what would your superpower? All be? right, I can. Here's a point when uh, I'd be a villain. In like fourth grade, I was very unathletic. I could not. I was uncoordinated, okay. so I was picked last for kickball. Oh shit! So everybody needs to pay for this. I would become. <laughs> I would become the Hulk, and I would just go after each of the kids who said no. Which is, there's only two, the two captains, where they just didn't pick me. They picked the girls over me. Oh my god! Damn. So yeah, Hulk, smash. And I'd be really good at kickball. Every, my powers would be kickball-based. I would be the Hulk, and I would create a ball, and I'd be able to kick it, and I'd never miss. Mm-hmm. If you kick that ball, it would just... Right? It would just... Oh, I could make one. I could just, just make kickballs out of my hands. That's an awesome power. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, I'd go, that's I would, scary, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good. Uh, it would be a revenge story. So, like, 30 years yeah. later, I would go after each of the kids after I fell into the nuclear power plant and got these power kickball-based powers. I have so many things to say. <laughs> One, you need to make a story out of this. This should be a comic book. <laughs> I, w- I would read the hell out of this comic book. I'm serious. Uh, or or if, if it were an anime or something. Like, oh, man. The first chapter would just be each of the, like the 30 kids and the teacher just being like, no, all in their different way and insulting me. And I'm just like, ah. and then flash to me working in the nuclear power plant going after each other. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I would, I would seriously read that entire thing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, also, it's really scary that you'd be a supervillain at what age? <laughs> Six. That's terrifying. As a six-year-old, so unpredictable, and with like Hulk strength and able to make <laughs> and getting a job at a power plant. No, I said oh my thirty God. years. <laughs> I think the six-year-old should. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, I think the six-year-old should go get a, a job at the power plant. <laughs> at the- <laughs> six-year-old. So six-year-old me is the one that has the revenge. Oh man, I would read the hell out of that. That sounds so good. <laughs> What a good story. What what else? Uh, oh, you know what? We should we should write a comic together. You could illustrate it, and you could have our um, our two people meet. So there could be like 
But mine's six years old, and yours is a creepy dude that sends his henchmen to talk to women for him. <laughs> no, no, you could you could have you could have your six year old meet my um well my my superhero. Your freshman high school self is going to fight a six year old Hulk dodgeball kickball kid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think so, yeah. This would be actually a pretty good anthology series where just each episode is about an event and we just give somebody superpowers mm. just based on the event and the people around them. I think it's a great question, though. You should ask everybody that comes onto your podcast. No. Um, <laughs> everybody, uh, what is your superpower? superhero or a villain and what time at, at what at what point in your life would you have been a supervillain i think the what time in your life would you become a supervillain or superhero and then the yeah. powers based on the event okay yeah yeah, yeah. i think that'd be really interesting like what would georgio's <laughs> hmm georgio was the last last guy that you interviewed right yeah it was a few weeks ago I want to say he'd be a superhero. I can't imagine. No way. He'd be a supervillain. Really? Should we call him <laughs> right now? Can we? Oh, my gosh. Can you? Seriously, that'd be amazing. Uh, I know right now you and I are on the line on here. Yeah, let's see. So I just sent him just an introductory text just asking, would you be a superhero or supervillain? Okay. And see if he'll respond. Oh, man. I, I really he might be busy. So now it's going to be a letdown if he doesn't respond to the, uh, my three listeners. Well, well, we'll just keep a, uh, we'll just have like um, an answer for the next episode. Oh, that's true. You got to tune in next week. Exactly. Find out. Will Giorgio be a superhero or a supervillain? <laughs> you already know that uh, I'd be a freaking villain. <laughs> <laughs> I do think he'd be a supervillain. I think he'd be a very calculated supervillain. Okay, maybe maybe we can work together. Because one of the stories he had told me was when I played tennis with him, he just liked watching me try to win and lose. Whoa, <laughs> that's such a, such a villain thing to yes. say. I told you. I think he would be the type of person that would try to set up traps for my dodgeball or kickball kid to try to surpass so he'd set up he'd be the master behind mastermind behind all the kids but then at a certain point as i'm getting my revenge and making my way through this epic villainous but slightly anti-hero-ish journey he'd be the puppet master and then he'd get bored and i'd he'd walk away from it all and i'd be like wait what's supposed to happen now i think you're right so we'll end this one here i know it's kind of abrupt whatever man if you made it this far great job <laughs> next part two comes out tomorrow we got giorgio interjecting he gets on the line and is he is he going to be the hero or villain that me or dan predicted find out next time have a great day